This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Chase Thomas podcast. The Chase Thomas podcast. Um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate. I already hate it. I hate it. All right, it's day two of Rain Week here in Atlanta. Paul Griffin is here, and he's had a rough morning. Fire alarms, cats running away, just bad all around. And that's in Houston, so that's... I've had a rough week. Rough week? This is not... Oh, you were sick, yeah. I've been sick. Mm -hmm. They've been testing the fire alarm at the apartment all week, so that's fun. And it's, like, not just in the hallways, it's in the actual apartments, and then sometimes people have to come in and make sure it's working. And they say it's annual, but I've been here 18 months and they haven't done this before. So <laughs> that's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, my cats don't like it. So the whole thing's a mess. Also, you guys are getting rain. That's cool. It's almost 100 degrees here every fucking day. I mean, that's what it was here. It was like 93 last weekend. And I also, whenever I talk about the weather, I think of Tom Segura's bit it, when he opened up mostly stories. And it was his like, last special, not the one he just put out this year, but the one like 2016 where he literally opens it up of just like getting into it like either an uber or a cab ride and start and bring up the weather and he's like inner monologuing about how much he hates himself for bringing up the weather stuff and just he's that guy now it's it's what i always think about it uh i'm officially that old where talking about the weather is part of my daily routine i generally don't like weather discussion small talk because it's like super lame Mm -hmm. but all it does is make me realize i really don't like houston oh you're a big New York guy, right? I mean, I like visiting New York. I don't think I could. I don't think I could live that lifestyle. But visiting it with uh, no responsibilities is pretty great. That's fair. Um, so if you don't stay in Houston, where are you going? I don't know. Mm. I think right now we're talking about Tennessee, but uh, neither me nor my girlfriend have ever been to Tennessee, so we'd have to go visit first. Oh well, we'd only be a couple hours apart at that point. I know. I, I say I haven't. I've been to Tennessee. I've driven through Chattanooga once mm-hmm. um, when I was visiting my dad in Atlanta. So wait, your dad lives in Atlanta? Not anymore. Oh, huh. I didn't know this that. This is a while ago. Interesting. So you used to go to Atlanta frequently, huh? What part? Yeah, uh, all of it. Oh, I think he lived in um, what's the north northwest uh, borough of Atlanta? Is it Buckhead? Oh, no, that's not Northwest at all. But uh, Is it Dunwoody? What am I thinking of? I mean, Buckhead exists. But, I mean, that's all like inside the perimeter. So he was inside the perimeter. He was not like he in was, the suburbs. He was very, he was literally close to Perimeter Mall. Okay, that's Dunwoody. In in um, in um the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His house Dunwoody. doesn't exist anymore. They demolished it after he moved. Really? Huh. Yeah. King and Queen building? Does that ring a bell? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's all over there. Cool. That's where he lived, but... I've been all around Atlanta. Hmm. I did not know that. Um, but anyway, you're the co-host of RBI Wrestling, a very good podcast. Oh. And um, you're fresh off talking about wrestling for seven and a half hours. I, that's what I assume last night's episode ran for. Roughly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we. I was like, well, what could Paul want to do after starting his day off with very little sleep because the show ran long and then a fire alarm um to start his day it was like more wrestling well the fire alarm thankfully didn't start my day i've been trying to wake up uh pretty consistently so i can watch the today show which has all been wrestling and royal wedding talk so i'm really hyped for uh these british folks this weekend can you explain to me what's going on with the Meghan markle dad thing of him staging photos not really okay. i think that's what happened is that really all it is if he just made a lot of money off staging photos i think that he staged some photos uh, for the paparazzi, sold them and made like fifteen hundred dollars, or no, uh, one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Sorry, um, very different. Yeah, I got my uh, zeros and stuff. <laughs> um, but he made like a good pocket full of change, mm-hmm. and um, then I guess he was embarrassed 
by being caught. So now he's not going to the wedding. And all of the Americans are like, oh, we really hope he can make it because it's his daughter and you got to have your dad walk you down and all this nonsense. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know their relationship. Maybe she doesn't want him there. Maybe she doesn't give a shit. Who knows? Counterpoint. Why do any of us give a shit? That's a great point. I sure don't. Mm. I, I'm fascinated. They've got so much talking out of this whole thing. It's really weird. And it feels like a lot of people think they know this family. And like the way some people talk about Harry, oh, he's finally settling down. That wild kid. He's, you don't know who this kid is. Like the only thing you know is from newspaper headlines and going to the grocery store and looking over and seeing people magazine of Harry's been out partying or doing whatever. He left the military. Like it's just everything that people know about the royal family, I'm convinced, is based on magazine headlines at Publix. Our, uh, our 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 guest host last night asked a question either at the end of the show or uh, after the show, and he's like, "What's the royal family's last name?" <laughs> and we're like, "We don't have a clue." <laughs> I really don't. I don't know their last name. Um, which is interesting because we all know Meghan Markle's last name. She is like the most memorable last name of anyone in that family. Like I, Kate. What was it, Middleton? Middleton. Yeah, Kate Middleton. Uh-huh. And she had a uh, she had Pippa. Uh-huh. Uh That's it. That's all I know. Cuz I feel like we just did this royal wedding because they just got royally married a couple years ago. Mhm. I think he took her name. So I think it's Prince William Middleton. Huh. It's very progressive. <laughs> I'm I'm kidding. <laughs> um what? Why don't I know their last names? This is all over the news and no one's blaring this last name. No one's like Meghan Markle's going to be called this now. It's um, never talked about. They don't use one apparently. I just did a quick Google. The royals don't need a last name. But if they did, what is it? Um I really have no idea. It looks like no, that can't be his last name cuz William's full name is William Arthur Philip Lewis. Hmm. I don't think any of those are our last name. What the hell? This is such a crazy thing. Mm. Well, this happens in the NBA all the time. With uh, so there like um, there's Nene Hilario who just goes by Nene, and then there's like Yao Ming with it, it, just having Yao in the back of his jersey. So it's a sports thing too. But yeah, they're just they're just like a basketball team, basically. Makes perfect sense. Yep. Um. So. TV this week. How much wrestling have you already watched this week? Uh, Too I much, Ron, not enough. I saw Raw and SmackDown. I'm not consistently watching NXT like I had hoped. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to though. That's like no, the, you can binge watch all that too. Exactly. And the people who talk about NXT like it's this great show, it's really not. It's fine. It's just like it's perfect for like looking at the match card and then being like, all right, don't see that. Don't like last week. You had like Coda Reeves. In a squash match, like I don't need to see that, and it's just not I'm, good. I'm not sure what Kona Reeves is, and granted, I haven't seen anything outside of his promo mm-hmm. of like he's coming soon. But I get the idea that he's like the indie wrestler who's like ugly. Oh no, but he's thinks not an indie he's wrestler. Hot. Like he's no, I know that, yeah. but I think that's the gimmick. Is it's ugly guy who thinks he's super hot. I don't think that's the gimmick. I oh. think he thinks he looks good, and I think Vince thinks he looks good, and Triple H thinks he looks good. Oh. I think he's ugly guy who thinks he's hot. You know what's funny is I have that same thought too, where it's weird that he has this kind of gimmick because it kind of reminds me of Adam Rose because Adam Rose had the, like, he was a really ugly looking person. He looked like a pirate and it just did not work. But, um, well, I thought it worked for his gimmick because he was very much like, uh, what's his name from Get Him to the Greek? I'm like, yeah, he's oh, ugly, Brand, but like, yeah. yeah, but this is like his lifestyle. So, like, I thought Adam Rose was great for various reasons. Uh, none of them had to do with his in-ring ability. Yeah, but um, I'll just say his entrance face. was like, exceptional. Kona just like he has a weird-looking face. Yeah, I'm not a fan. You know, but I don't know. Maybe he's great. Maybe in two years I'll be like, wow, I was so wrong about Kona Reeves. Well, he'll WrestleMania be main like event. Jose on main event mm-hmm. against the Revival. I'll be shocked if um the Revival's still around by then. You know, they lost to the Fashion Police on main event a couple weeks ago. Um, they lost to Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt this week, so... That's a little bit better, though. At least they were on Raw, and they lost to the Tag Team Champions, so that's a little bit I, better. Legit, didn't even know they were the Tag Team Champions until they came out, and I watch this stuff every week. Mm. Yeah. I, I, said it on, uh, I said it on RBR last night, but I was wondering 
how come the authors of pain just haven't squashed Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt on a random raw for the belts yet? Because they're not over. Who cares? It matters. Neither like it. They could become over. Like I don't. They're not know over they because can. they haven't done anything. They're not even around, so they can't get over if they're not there. Well, the, they should have just debuted and won the belts and been like, "We are the champs now. Come fight us." I don't. I probably, if I would have done anything with them, it would have been to feud with Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman, because you're trying to get heel heat, and Braun's the number one babyface on Raw, and they think, even though that's going to be a little bit different in the next couple of months based on how he's been booked. And I would like to say, I feel really good about my prediction that Braun Strowman was never going to be positioned to be the guy or win a top title on Monday Night Raw in the not-too-distant future. Like, there was never a possibility for that to happen. And when he had all that momentum last year, I was just like, look at the way this company is booking things. Like, Brock Lesnar's not dropping the title, and if he does, it's not going to be to Braun Strowman. Like, he already lost um, at No Mercy last year, and it was clear that Vince and the people there don't see him as the guy. So when I read, like, he's the new Stone Cold, I just, my eyes roll back my head. It's like, it's not happening. This is Big Show 2.0. It's just a better version. I I don't buy it either. Um, I don't think that Brock Lesnar is losing the belt to anyone he's already beat. Um, Can I give you my fantasy booking for who Brock Lesnar should lose the belt to? It's in my notes, uh, but I want to go ahead and do it now. Is it like someone really awful? No, not at all. Okay. Um, he's in the Money in the Bank match, and this is the way to do it because I don't think it should be Roman Reigns at this point. It's it's too late. It's over. It's just bad. Um, it should be Kevin Owens. That's fine. Kevin Owens I'm makes the most that. sense. It's he can win in a chicken shit way. It won't feel weird because I think the way to take it off Lesnar is just to have, even if you had Sammy or like you had Braun or Roman just take him out or whatever and then Owens cashing in right after that's how you get the title off Lesnar without like ruining his mystique and everything else I think Kevin Owens would be perfect he's the guy there Kevin Owens is their best talker he's their best character I I mean I'm a gigantic Kevin Owens guy and I I'm not a fan of what they're doing with Sammy Zayn and him again and the way they're going with that but um I think Kevin Owens is actually my number one pick to take the title away from Lesnar right now I'm fine with that, and it kind of resets things from yep. when he lost it to Goldberg, so we can just forget those several years. Yeah, he had a really bad year on SmackDown. Yeah, but like, Owens was champ, lost it to Goldberg, who lost it to Lesnar, and this is where we are. Yep. If we put it back on Owens, it just kind of, it doesn't undo that, but it kind of undoes that. And you just know it'll be good. Like, Kevin Owens is just really good at talking, he's really good at being... A professional wrestler. I know that's a hot take, but I think Kevin Owens has got this professional wrestler thing down, Pat. I think when he's motivated, he is. Yeah. I think he might have caught the Randy Orton syndrome on SmackDown, where if you're not motivated, you don't really try that hard. I don't think so it's you a just Randy Orton syndrome. You grab, it, you grab a hold and call it a day. Randy Orton is a different animal entirely, because Randy Orton, I don't think... Um, has, like he's been around so long, it's easy to forget that he's almost a twenty-year veteran. Like it's okay for him to do feel that way. Kevin Owens has not been in the company that long. Like it's more of yeah. like he was just put in bad feuds. Randy Orton, I think, is just tired of being a professional wrestler. Yeah, but if he was, he would stop. Mm. I don't think his divorce. I think he likes the money. Like Randy Orton's a top three earner, isn't he? I don't know. He's I don't. Be, I don't he know. He has know like either. nine kids, so he's got to keep. I don't uh, know any of the money nonsense. I mean, I know who is like the most. Uh, I'm not gonna. Yeah, that's not. I don't like going into that. But um, I think Kevin Owens is re up for a five year deal, so you know he's not leaving anytime soon. Yeah, no, he'll be around unless something crazy happens. Um, yeah, no, Randy Orton's kind of. I, I don't see him around in like three years from now. I really wish he'd go to NXT and like work with those guys. Well, you know who my guy who should be sent down. Uh, theory. I wrote about it, and a lot of people on wrestling Twitter really hated this idea. Will Was it Dolph? It. No. Oh. Roman Reigns. I don't know how that would work. I don't either, but it would be far more interesting in NXT than it would be with whatever he's doing on Raw, which is feuding with Jinder Mahal. He's a good babyface. Mm. Mm-hmm. Jinder is. Yep. Um... I, I think to play into the storyline of management is holding me back. Management has now shipped me to NXT. Um, that would make sense. But instead, management's holding him back by giving him main event spots every month. Can you imagine the reaction he would get at an NXT takeover in a title match against like Adam Cole? Uh, probably the same one he gets at every show. No, like, it's not amped up 10 times worse. I think he it would be one of my favorite wrestling moments ever. 
I don't know. I'd rather see Orton versus Adam Cole. Okay. I think Roman Reigns versus Adam Cole would be a much better match. But I think um, there's more for Adam Cole to gain from a match with Randy Orton than whatever really? he does with Roman Reigns. Yeah. Randy Orton can teach these guys stuff. What about Ricochet versus Roman Reigns? <laughs> Who, I just don't care to see Roman Reigns wrestle anybody. Okay. That's fair. I like, don't I know he's either, good, but I would on but NXT. Like, I, just, I just don't care. Like I know the outcome. I, I've seen the match. I just don't need to see it anymore. They need to take a break and go back to the well. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not going to happen. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, uh, at least you have SmackDown going to whatever network it's going to go to. Um, what was the best segment you saw this week? Uh, best segment this week. Hmm. That's tough. This wasn't a good week for uh, wrestling stuff. No. Mine was it an seemed... Instagram post by Mustafa Ali. Uh, I didn't know I could count Instagram posts. Um, and their promos. Do you, they put them on TV, like the cell phone promos. It, that's, mm-hmm. that's part of it now. It's all I think kayfabe. the best the best thing. Well, if we're talking kayfabe, then the best wrestling stuff I saw this week was on the Today Show featuring John Cena. <laughs> because it wasn't on Raw and it wasn't on SmackDown. But the, the John Cena, Nikki Bella uh, fake uh, divorce or fake uh, breakup is my favorite storyline right You're now. You're really leaning into this being a fake. I think it's total fake. But how does it end then? Does it uh, end on, on total, total Bellas? Bellas? Like, is that how they end like the new season? Is it was like the them getting kidding. back together? Yeah, but it was filmed in the past. So they're, that would mean they've been together right now. Yeah, I don't know. That would be that would be interesting to me because I know they filmed the breakup. I, I'm intrigued to see if they like what if Total Bella starts and they break up on the first episode and you're like, oh, and then by the end of it, they get back together and they just worked all of NBC and anyone who watches it and they're like, oh, wrestling is fake. There you go. Like it is. Come on. Whenever I see her, though, like Nikki, I wish Nikki Bella was back on SmackDown. Yeah, she's good. I miss her. And I think she might be the second biggest star in women's wrestling right now. Still? Right behind Ronda? Yeah. Isn't she still like right behind Ronda? I'd say so only because of her outside reach. Yeah, I um, think she does. And that would probably put Natalia at three. Oh, God. I don't think Just Natalia's because they won't take her off Total Divas. Why won't they take her off Total Divas? I think three would be Charlotte. Because there are a lot of people that I, I'm surprised about know Ric Flair's daughter. Eh, I don't know. I don't. It's definitely Rhonda and and uh, and Nikki Bella. Yeah, probably Brie at three. Is Brie in there? Probably. Okay. Like I said, they're outside reach. I, I don't think it has anything to do with what they do in WWE. So, do you think it was all a work? His intimate uh, conversation with Hoda and uh, Kathy Lee. Yeah, I do. Okay. I think he means it. I think. I think it's uh, possible that they actually did split up at one point and then got back together. What a weird life. I mean, they're weird people. Yeah. It's a great, it's a, we were talking before we started recording. Like it's a great like monetary move because people are talking about it and it's going to make a lot of money. It's going to get people to tune into total Bellas and it's going to get people to, um, really be interested in, where they're going with all of this. Like people are tuning into the today show to see what Cena is saying about this and what Nikki Bella is saying. Like they were on the today show back to back days. Like it's, it's Cena definitely... was on two days in a row and then the Bella twins are on the next day. Yeah. I mean, it, it's obviously working like it, it's doing, it's doing stuff for them. It's everyone. Everyone's getting something from this, this storyline on E and on NBC and, WWE is getting stuff from it and Cena and Nikki are probably getting cuts from it because it's not like they show up on the today show and they don't get paid. Yep. Uh, like, I mean, he's hosting. They were just guests, so maybe they didn't get paid, but come on. Um, I, I think that, uh, I think something's going on here and Cena is weird. Like, they did say that all that stuff that you saw about his house rules and whatnot was a shoot. Um, dude's a weirdo. Do you think he killed that dog? Which dog? The little, like, French bulldog that bit him that one episode? I don't think so. That dog didn't die. Okay. He wanted to put him down. If he, ever, he said he was going to put it down if it ever bit him again. I wonder if it happened again off screen. No, I think that Bree and Brian took that dog in. Okay. I don't remember. 
But you know what I'm talking about, right? Where he like really freaked out because this little French bulldog bit him in the foot. Yeah. Yeah. No, that <laughs> that really healed John Cena for me. <laughs> no, my favorite John asshole. Cena thing is the the laundry hamper. That is. Uh, oh yeah, it's an all time moment. He is a weirdo. Um, yeah, he's a total weirdo. So it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me if they're running this angle. How he convinced Nikki to do it, I don't know. Probably the fact that she's getting married and will have kids with him is enough for her to be like, fuck it. Do you Let's think that's do true? I still don't think I don't buy it. I don't think he really wants to. Man, he did it on the Nerdist podcast. He was t- he was telling Chris Hardwick like all this stuff, and this was you know several weeks ago before the Wait, the breakup called, news came out. Is that still around the Nerdist podcast? It, he calls it ID10T now, which is oh, that's why I never see it anymore. Yeah, they uh, Nerdist got sold to some Chinese company or something, and uh, everyone that was affiliated with Chris Hardwick like split from it. Really. Yeah, even Pete Holmes, uh, his podcast is not technically part of the Nerdist anymore. I did not know that. And Pete Holmes is yeah. really good. But anyway. His podcast is my favorite, and his HBO show is amazing. Yes, I would agree. His, um, I don't know if you've listened to Moshe Kasher on his podcast, but it's incredible. Because Moshe just I, berates him for like two hours. And they have this, like, one of my, the hardest I've laughed on a commute is during a, a Pete Holmes podcast with Moshe Kasher, where some it was something Lion King related, and absolutely killed me and i was in tears in rush hour traffic it was so funny and i can't remember what it was off the top of my head i'll send it to you after the podcast but it was i'll really just good. drag it down I'm, i feel like i've probably heard it but i don't remember um i've listened to his stuff for like several years oh now, i so. know what it was it was akuna matata so like he looked up what the definition of akuna uh, matata was akuna mm-hmm. matata and like using that in your like normal life just answering a question akuna akuna do you know what but he like it's that like, sounds familiar it sounds really familiar i'm gonna have to go back and listen to it <laughs> oh it's so good um they're great together but anyway i, I have a lot oh john cena and he was on yeah. chris hardwick show so what did he say uh just the same stuff that he said kind of on the today show about how he was like totally ready to you know, go against everything he'd been saying for so long because he really likes Nikki and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I believe it. And then like the next weekend they broke up. I'm like, okay, I don't buy this. That's why I think that she fucked up. Really? Yeah. Or, um, it's all fake. I which think is going to end up alone and really sad. I don't think John Cena's like career ending. And this is just uh, based on everything I've seen is he seems like someone who's going to have a sad ending. Hmm. I think like he'll Hulk end up Hogan? being... No, Hulk Hogan sad, because or... I think Cena actually does a lot of good, and I get why he doesn't want kids of his own, because he helps so many other kids that mm-hmm. I could see him just kind of always being isolated and keeping to himself, and he just seems like a huge introvert, too, that... I think he's going to continue to push people away and like the stuff with his family and his first wife and everything else. It feels like he is uh, just going to end kind of by himself and alone. I think that's kind of where it's going. Well, he'll always have Vince. I mean, Vince is how many more years does he have a Vince? Look, man, I've been asking that for years. <laughs> that's uh, not to get all. Uh, it's not dark. I. I mean, Vince is pretty old, so um, I. I don't know. Vince seems like someone who also was um, allegedly on some stuff in his heyday. So uh, on some steroids, you say? Uh, allegedly, he is seventy-two. He turned seventy-three this year. So I don't know if it's alleged. I feel like that was proven. Uh, until I read the report, I'm gonna. Um, say alleged um okay there we go just in case just Um, in case i have a question about the women's division right now okay i am an expert on the women's division Mm -hmm. nia Jax versus ronda rousey right now Mm -hmm. oscar versus carmella right now Mm -hmm. are you surprised they're doing both of these because i think you have to have oscar and rousey win both of these matches at my yeah and i think i think they have to be total squash matches too yeah which is weird because Carmella cheated her way to beat Charlotte, and you've well, already she done beat her Oscar. clean that one time. Yeah, but you've already done Oscar versus Charlotte, so you can't put those two together again right away. I think you do. I think that's your SummerSlam match. Really? I think they do a series out of it. 
oh, that's not interesting at all because that lead up was terrible. And people forget that already is that those promos between Oscar and Charlotte were Charlotte's not a good promo. People, people no. don't focus on that enough. She's not a good promo. I would agree. And that's why those um, Ronda Rousey, like I'm already dreading the Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair stare downs and everything else. It's not going to be good. The match I think will be fantastic, but the lead up is going to be terrible. I th- I think, uh, I don't know. It's too soon to tell. Charlotte um, just can't talk. Like she can't, like they give her lines and she has no idea how, how to make them sound human. Yeah. Um, I feel like the Oscar and Charlotte stuff will pick up. Um, once they act like now they're on the same show technically and they'll have like a storyline reason for this other than, uh, I won the rumble, so I will fight you. Um, I don't know that they, they were sloppy then. Uh, now it's totally fair to not have faith in WWE because there's no reason to, um, I I don't know. I, I, I think it could work. I have a theory on the Charlotte stuff. I don't think she's going to feud with Oscar after Oscar wins. I think they're going to do Bailey and Sasha with charlotte and becky this summer i think they've already done that at wrestlemania i think they're gonna do it again how raw versus smackdown no 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 just a four-way wait wait, wait, wait. what do you mean no 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 no. i'm saying that they're going to redo the storyline with bailey uh, that bailey and sasha have been doing for like six months with oh charlotte and becky well that'll probably be better um maybe as long as they actually finish the storyline yeah, that was. It's been pretty horrendous, and I think they just dropped it all together recently. So, how does Eric Brady feel about the Bailey Sasha stuff or Maxwell? It feels like they were big fans for the uh, majority. Uh, of the I think. I mean, from what I can tell from the previous podcast, I think everyone thinks it sucks. So, yeah. Um, the Nia stuff has been a disaster, mm-hmm. and I still can't believe the way they're booking like the Alexa Nia stuff. And just, she's been pretty cringeworthy as a babyface. Like, I still like Nia, but this character doesn't work. And if you were new to wrestling and you just saw Nia beating up Alexa Bliss, you would assume she was the heel. Because the reason, like, it would be like watching a, like, Brock Lesnar versus, like, Billy Kidman. It -hmm. just looks odd. And it looks like it's not a fair fight. So whenever you get these two in the ring, it just if you don't have if you're not following the show every week and you don't know that Nia's the babyface and Alexa's the heel, it just looks off. And it doesn't work. And Alexa's moment of bliss have been so good. And that's also kind of a problem for Nia is that Alexa Bliss comes off more likable and more genuine and is just an all around better. It's weird that she comes off more genuine when she claims that like she's literally nothing like her on-screen character. Yeah, which which it, is impressive. Yeah, and it works, but Naya just—I I don't know—it it it just doesn't really—it hasn't worked post WrestleMania. Oh, I think that's why we're getting to Ronda right now. It's gonna be a weird match because to build up Naya the way you did, only to have her lose to well they weird. didn't build up naya any like like she just had a 10 minute match with alexa the last pay-per-view where alexa was like getting the heat the whole time so it's not like they built her up as this killer she hasn't been a killer in a while um ronda should beat her and they don't have a top baby face on raw so it's fair for ronda to be the top baby face on raw with the top belt who does ronda feud with this summer um I would assume they do, they do the rounds with like Natalia and all that crap. Oh. Um, I'd be I, I mentioned it last night, but I'd be intrigued to see if like Charlotte has the the briefcase and switches over to Raw, even though they claim that you're bringing the briefcase to your brand. Um, like they could drop that. They nothing means anything in WWE. So, hmm. I think it'd be better if the briefcase didn't lock you into your brand. Yeah. I don't know. I guess now that they're it's a um, multi-brand match, I guess it makes more sense to allow them to cash in on either show, but um, I don't know. Can I talk about Buddy Murphy real quick? Yeah, if you want to. He is my that favorite. Makes one of us. And his storyline on 205 Live has been my favorite in professional wrestling for the last couple months. Him trying to make weight and everything else in his finisher 
by far the best in the company right now. Everything about Buddy Murphy is money. And I absolutely love this dude. And he like killed a guy last week, or was it two weeks ago or something like that? And he uh he, he sold me on that fatal four way match he had with TJP, uh Kalisto, and I wanna say Akira Tozawa on two of five lives main event a couple of weeks ago and he was just fantastic and he won at the end with some great storytelling and i think he like rolled up tjp or he hit tjp with his finisher um kim rich but um he's really good and i think he should beat cedric at money in the bank because cedric has not worked out it's a baby face there's just it's not really his fault it's just there's nothing to his character I don't think right that, now so are you saying that he shouldn't win the belt in two weeks no when they have their match wait hold on what do you mean I'm saying the title match is the title match isn't at Money in the Bank. It's on a random 205 live. I don't think that there's going. Wait, I thought it was on Money. Uh, Hold on, did I have it wrong? I don't think so. I think it's two weeks, and of course I haven't watched in a while. But this is what I've read uh, on the twitters. Um, but I I don't. I honestly, I don't even think the cruiserweights are getting on pay per views anymore. Then why even? Why even have them around? Gosh, I don't know. It's a shame because they're also like really good. Um, there's not a single person on 205 Live that I would part with. Um, but they're just not integrated with the rosters. So that's kind of like difficult. Hmm. I'm looking it up right now. I could have sworn it was added to the card. I don't I think it's on just 205 Live in two weeks. Maybe it is. I, mean, I just assumed either way. Um, Murphy should win. And I'm sure he will, or he'll miss weight right before, and then he'll just beat the hell out of him, and it won't be for the belt. <laughs> <laughs> that would be... It's a s- standard UFC tactic. There you go. Um, but have you watched Neil Murphy? Do you have any thoughts? I know you were... Uh, you've been a... money. Buddy Murphy is not actually still dating Alexa Bliss truther for a while. Well, I, th- I think there's... I think we could get into the, the wrestling relationships in a minute. Are they um, together? I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> in terms of... In terms of Buddy Murphy, everything I've seen has been really cool and really good. Um, I just I'm having trouble getting into 205 Live again. I was like super into it when they were doing the tournament, and now I I just I'm not into it anymore. Because um, there's just nothing going on on that show. The main events are always good. Yeah, but there's so much good wrestling. Yeah, that's fair. It's not like oh you got to see this. It's the only good thing that happened this week. It's like well Seth Rollins wrestled this week, so I know it's not the only good thing. Well, I, I, you know what's weird is like there's all this ammunition towards like adding a cruiserweight tag division, and it's like they have like two tag teams right now on the show, yeah. and, and they're already teasing a split up of one. Yes, and it's the same thing that's happening on in the women's division in both shows, where you're seeing it a little bit, where it's like they're laying the groundwork, which is concerning because they don't have enough people for that. I don't understand why they think they can at, just keep adding these belts, and then like. When are you putting them on a pay-per-view? You already have multi-branded pay-per-views now that are going to consist of what? Like an average of like eight tile matches per show? Well, I can also say that I don't think adding a women's champion or tag team championship will make any Riot Squad six-woman tag match any more interesting. That's fair. Also, like SmackDown, just like they're forcefully breaking up Mandy and Sonya, which is a good thing. Like, I like them as people together, but I don't like them as, uh, you know, generic people yeah, with they're both absolution shirts. Mandy, Roo- Mandy, Roo- Mandy Rose and Sandy DeVille are going to be really good singles people. I, I like I like their new entrances and differentiating their characters um, and at least establishing characters because I don't think they should have been brought in as Paige's goons. Um, it was better than the Riot Squad. They were the same. Uh, it was better. It's and I, I don't forget, think the Riot like, Squad the should have been brought in this was actually way. Kind of cool when it first started. Yeah, and then Paige. Got no, hurt. I liked it. Yeah, the whole thing was a bummer. Yeah, but it's nice that they're having like they're breaking out their characters now. Um, but yeah, I don't think any. I don't think now's the time to add any new belts. Actually, I would hope we have we have less belts. We need less belts. Is my thing. Let's. They should get a universal champion and uh, mm. have that belt. Well. Kevin Owens will be that champion in a couple months, maybe. I don't know how he cashes it in. Maybe Does after... he go to Brock Lesnar's house? 
That would be fun. That'd be a fun segment of like Ke- Kevin and uh, Sami Zayn going on a road trip to Montana or wherever it is. That is it Minnesota or Montana that he lives? I think he technically lives in Canada now. Lesnar does? I think so. His last UFC fight, he was uh, billed from Canada. Huh. I think he lives right across the border of one of those bordering states. Interesting. I don't know, though. I, I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. Hmm. Did not know that. Um, so the uh, the Alexa Buddy Murphy thing. Yes. Um, I was convinced for the longest time that they, while they might have been together, that they weren't actually engaged because she never had a ring on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think she had a ring on even during Total Divas when they were talking about being engaged. Um, there might have been one photo a long time ago, but she hadn't worn the ring in a long time. And she never posted photos of him. They are never together in their pictures. She never talked about him. Um, even like on a like his birthday, she was like very happy birthday to my good friend. Uh, like she didn't have the traits of someone who was like dating somebody. And he, on the other hand, was like such a super fan of his girlfriend even existing, mm-hmm. which totally understand because it's Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. Um so I was convinced they weren't really together. Uh, and then I heard from uh, through the grapevine, uh, through people who would uh, potentially have sources on this, that they actually did split. Um, and then I was getting suspicious. Like, this, this, is, this is me just, like, analyzing photos too much <laughs> and being a creep. But, like, I, I think for a minute she might have been dating, like, the social media guy for WWE. Um, I'm almost convinced that she and Braun are some sort of thing. Like, I don't know. Um, but you know, they still live together because I think that like, I guess they still share the apartment that they have in Florida because her shit's Mm -hmm. still around and he still babysits her pig. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I mean, maybe they're still together and if so, good for them, but they sure don't act like it. Even he stopped posting photos, uh, as much of, of her. So, well, he's the star now. Is he? Yeah. I mean, she's the star. I don't know, man. Have you seen Buddy Murphy on 205 Live? I know. Uh, I don't care how many flips he does over a rope on shows nobody watches. He's not the star. He's not. But he's really good. And you know what he kind of reminds me of is like someone you haven't seen in a while that just like it's kind of like Drew McIntyre where you look at their frame and it seems like they should not be able to pull off what they're able to pull off athletically. Yeah, it's weird that they're locking him into 205 live i guess he would be small next to you know he's probably about this i don't know i haven't seen neville in a while but i imagine they're kind of similar size hmm. i think he's only like, so like one he's not that tall right so he would look small next to a randy orton but on 205 live he looks bigger than everyone buddy murphy's 511 oh okay well that settles that That's, i see yeah, why I he's stuck say, on 205 live yeah um Huh. Yeah, so I don't know. I guess my thing with 205 Live is I always thought they should have been mixed into the regular rosters mm-hmm. like uh, like the other Cruiserweight division was where they could just have a Cruiserweight tag team challenge for the tag belts. Yeah. I don't I don't think there would be anything wrong with that. It's and the reason they, they failed like is because they're like they're just not a part of Raw anymore. And th- I think that's a good thing. Um, yeah, because th- that was such a dead segment on Raw because nobody cared. They completely segregated them from the show. They changed all the colors. They changed the ropes. They made it seem like everyone who bought tickets to Raw is now being forced to watch one two hundred five live match. Yeah, there's no continuity, and it's hard to like. It's different writing teams and all that kind of stuff. So it just felt out of place and weird. Yeah, that's fair. Um, is it a problem, or is are you at least concerned that SmackDown's going to leave USA? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't care where it goes. Um, is I it... know that everyone theorized that uh, if it goes to another network, then they have uh, two parents to please, essentially, which yeah. means they'll make they'll put more effort into SmackDown being good, mm-hmm. which is and which I think is promising. Freedom, maybe like it's just a different show, different look. Who knows? I yeah. don't. I don't imagine they change their look that much. You know, they get stuck in their ways with their stages and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But. You know, they, they might try something. I doubt it. But anytime they move, they're always like really excited for that first show to be like really big and special. And they try different things. Smackdown so, on sci-fi. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that I think the idea is they're not going to be on another NBC network. Yeah. 
So it's not going to end up on sci-fi. It's not going to end up on, you know, um, E or, <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't be shocked if it w- could potentially end up there one day, but, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it, um, I think it ends up on some sort of Fox network or Fox sports makes sense. Yeah. Well, everyone thinks it's going to be network TV, Fox, mm, Fox business. <laughs> How about Fox news? <laughs> Would that cut into Hannity? Probably. I they can't so. do that. Yeah. That would really upset the president. And Tucker. Could you imagine Donald Trump tweeting about SmackDown? Because <laughs> it interrupted his show. <laughs> oh, I want to see that one the day. Sa- the sad thing is I can. Yeah. Um, where do you think Road Dog wants it to go? I I, I don't want to talk about Road Dog. <laughs> I don't think he has any opinions on on where it goes. Can we say that SmackDown was a success on USA? I think it was. I, I think it revitalized think so. the product. I think it was a lot better than it being on um, sci-fi. Well, it's garbage on sci-fi, especially yeah. during that brand split period where they were just like, eh, some people are here, some people aren't. Yeah, and I just think it was cool. I remember watching the first episode and the new look, the new color scheme, new everything. It just felt better. Um, I don't know. And I remember being kind of like weirded out by the the advertisement with the small window of the the match still going on. That's now become a commonplace in uh, WWE television. So that was cool. It's only on SmackDown though. They don't do it on Raw still. Yeah. And um, I ma- that could go away with their your next network. Mm. But um, I, I I think what's interesting about that is sometimes they don't do that. Yeah. So like sometimes they'll just be in a match and like, no, we're not doing it this time. Hmm. And other times they do or other times they'll have people come out for their entrance and then they just don't start the match until they get back. When was the last time the Ascension got a fully televised entrance? Uh, 2012? No, I feel like it was in the last month. Really? I think it was their last match. I think they actually got a full entrance, and I remember it being, like, odd. Huh. Okay. I don't remember who they faced. It might have been AOP. Interesting. I don't remember but at I don't, all. I don't remember. I feel like AOP versus Ascension would be something that they would talk about. Hmm. Maybe I just maybe I just fantasized this, this match nobody ever wants to see. <laughs> you were like, I have the perfect main event main event. Yeah, I feel like Corey. I remember Corey Graves talking about how AOP or or how like both teams dominated NXT, but one of them didn't take I off on the main roster. That. I know exactly what you're talking about. That you never know. Like he made a sports reference of like, oh, they're in the minor leagues and they were showing out, but you never know how it's going to translate to the big leagues. I hate that they refer to NXT as the minor leagues when NXT upstages them every single time they have a takeover. Um, I. <sighs> That's a. I have a lot of thoughts on that, but um, do you think? Speaking of NXT, do you think NXT or Two Hundred Five Live should be moved to TV at some point or no? Nah. If they I don't want think the it's UK show to work, it has to be on TV. In the UK, yeah, it needs to be like what is it? Sky Sports put UK show on Sky Sports. Yeah, I mean, if they can get a TV deal over there, it doesn't need to be on TV for us. I don't think we need more wrestling on TV. Ring of Honor's on TV, and nobody watches it. Is it on TV? Yeah, it's on Access, mm. I think. Or no, it might not be on Access anymore. It's on some other network. Is Impact um, on Pop? I think so. Okay. I think it's on Pop. Um, well, they're getting two Cruiserweight stars in the next couple weeks, so it's going to be must-see television. They better not be picking up Enzo, because that's a terrible choice. It's happening. The fact that it's I already mean, a rumor, that, that, that's happening. The fact that they've said that they're open to it yeah. is just slimy. Like, it is so the wrong direction to take that company that's getting good publicity right now. It seems like he's going to be there. I mean, Rich Swan had the whole like weird incident that got him released basically too. And yeah. He just got signed. Yeah. I, and I don't know all the details around that whole that was thing. A weird story. The details of all of that where he like supposedly beat up his girlfriend, but didn't, well, like he just like or he did was, and she's it, like over it or yeah, it was i don't know gross and it's just we we don't know enough, but it it was just weird and gross but um i yeah uh, i don't know it seems like impact's just taking what they can get right now i don't think they need any of these people 
And I know they just got Tessa and like she's like amazingly talented, but all you ever hear about is how she's got attitude problems. Which I don't really understand. I don't understand the attitude problems in professional wrestling. Oh, neither do I. It, it, that it doesn't matter. And by the, the way, I'm going to go exists on assume, the lowest level of wrestling, too. I assume that most big name stars have attitude problems. Most no name stars have attitude yeah, problems. Yeah, like that's just, I don't, like you're on the road as much as you are, you work as hard as you Like if you don't think you're getting booked the right way, like it's really easy to have a bad attitude in professional wrestling, I feel like. The only professional wrestler who I think has never had a bad attitude is like Mustafa Ali. Yeah. Uh, and if he has, he's kept it on the DL. Like nobody knows about it because he's every right to have a bad attitude. But he doesn't. Because like, he should be. He's just he grateful. Should be every... better. He should be doing more. Yeah. But I think he's just happy to be there. He's a happy to be there guy. Well, happy to be there is not going to get you very far. I think it is, though, for him, because I think he's already surpassed where he thought he would get in professional wrestling. The moment anyone gets off of 205 Live is the moment I'll agree with you. I don't know. I think he's content being there. I I don't know. Um, I would not be the host to ask about that. Mm, that's right. It's, um, William R. Washington would be the host to ask about that. Yeah, because he's the expert on, on uh, Mustafa Ali history. Yes. He used to book, like, what was that show? Um, what was it called? Um... The one that Booker T hosts and that you used to go to behind PWA. the bowling alley. What was it? ROW or PWA? That's right. That's what he used to no. book. Yeah. Yeah, of course. William R. with the book. <laughs> That's what I thought. Um, are you excited for Money in the Bank at all? Because I generally speaking like these matches and I like this pay-per-view, but um, it seems like it's a hodgepodge that I don't really know where they're going with a lot of these people in the match themselves. I always get excited for uh, pay-per-views. Um, well, I, that's a lie. I Do didn't you, get excited for the excited last for backlash? one. <laughs> no, the last one I almost forgot was even on. But like, when if it's a big five, which Money in the Bank is, um, I get excited about that. Uh, I like that it's in Chicago. I don't care that it's like so close to All In, but I know mm-hmm. that the that the crowd is going to be like, it's a Chicago crowd, and they're going to tell me, oh, this is such a bizarro crowd. <laughs> Except they're never. Like they're not bizarro crowds anymore. Everyone actually just hates Roman Reigns. Um, but I think it's great that they're they're going to get some like awesome ladder matches because they're stacking both of those with great talent. But they're also going to make sure that the crowd gets to watch a full Jinder Mahal versus Roman Reigns match and another Brian versus Cass match. Which I don't think we're you know do you think I, we're getting Brian Cass again. I don't. Yeah, I think I so. Think it's over. Unless you think the SmackDown storyline yeah. where Brian just beat the hell out of him was it? Yeah, I think that was it. That'd be great. I'd love that. But I don't know what you do with Brian. Then maybe he fight, uh, faces Andrade. They have a whole four Ooh, weeks still. I like that. I would rather Andrade be in the Money in the Bank and win. But, you know, I'm if they do Andrade of, and Brian, that'd be cool. I'm still a little nervous about Andrade. Well, Jeff Hardy has, some, pushing him as a has to have something to do. I think he's going to be... No, they turned him heel at the end of that match. No, but I'm saying like I don't think he's going to be a heel for very long on that show. That's fine. All successful baby faces come from a good heel run. Generally, yes. Yeah, well, I say all. Rey Mysterio was never a good heel. <laughs> I was going to say, there are some exceptions there. Um, yeah. No, I, I don't care if they So who are your picks right now? We don't know all the for, participants for the for two what? Money in the Bank matches, but how do you think? Actually, <sighs> there's going to be more than two, because it seems like they're going to do a tag team one as well. Uh, it didn't seem like it this week, but it seemed like it last week. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know about a tag team one. I'm not even going to predict something there because I don't. That yeah. match could very well not happen. Um, if it did, I would just put them on AOP and have them cash in immediately. Um, even though you think they're not over, like they're, they're not, not going to get over. They're not going to get over if they're not around. Yeah. So they just need a uh, feud. They need to find like that's why I thought about Braun as just like that's the baby face to target and just see if they could get some heat by going after someone like him. And Bobby yeah, Lashley, well, but they went Bobby Lashley, Sami Zayn. That's what they needed. And, and Bobby's sisters. Mm. Um, I think for the women's, I, I could see them putting it on Natalia just to do this dumb oh. Ronda storyline. And I would really hate that. But I, I would guess like Charlotte or Becky. Um, mm. I'd almost like for Becky to steal it out from Charlotte. That's how you start um, the feud. There you go. I think that would be a good way to go. Um, 
especially because I, I think Becky's just been completely misused. She won a match this uh, week. I know. First one in a billion years, I think. I honestly thought about going to profightdb.com to check her <laughs> to see when the last time she won a clean match by herself. And um, I did not. But I, I feel like it's been two and a half years. When did she win the uh, SmackDown Women's title? Was that 2016? I have no idea. I think Mine was 2016. Was yeah, so it's been two years. It's It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I think any woman in that match is a totally fine option to win it. Like, I think Ember Moon would be great at it. I think Alexa, it, it's perfect for Alexa, but she doesn't necessarily need it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't believe the money in the bank should be used to propel anybody who's just been champion. I think it just like, should be... go to the right person who you know, like, you have a plan for. Like, my biggest issue is when they put it on someone, they clearly have no idea what to do with them going forward. Like Baron Corbin? Yeah, like, if you don't have a plan, or Damian Sandow or whoever, but, like... I think it has to be the right person, like someone who the fans you could see, like, okay, they're not. Well, we can't put them Cody t- Rhodes should have won that match instead of Damian Sandow. Yeah, like that that crowd was so hot for Cody Rhodes, and I think that was the best time. I think that was the best Cody Rhodes has ever been was during that match, and like as white hot as he was at the time, and to have Sandow just steal it out from under him. That's what I would do this time with Becky and Charlotte. Except I don't think anyone will be upset if Charlotte lost. Um, I don't think there's a big fan attachment to Charlotte. So I, I don't know. I could see them doing a lot of things with the women's briefcase. I think for the men, uh, I think you just do it with Balor and get that Balor Brock thing and get the belt back on Balor. Like the fact that he hasn't gotten his, his universal title rematch since he lost it. And he, every once in a while he brings it up, but they never do anything about it. I think this is the only way to get there. Well, you know my pick. It's Kevin Owens. I think Owens should win. Right. But, and I'm fine with that, too. Um, I can go ahead and tell you, Rusev is not winning. I mean, they hate Rusev, I'm they sure. They 100% hate Rusev. I wish he would. He'd be a good winner. But I don't know. It depends. Like, Look at the shows that these people are on and who they'd be working with. Uh, Rusev and AJ would probably have a good, a good little storyline. Uh, Rusev and Brian, probably good. Uh, Rusev and Nakamura already had a thing. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if you can... I'd be interested... I'm interested to see what they do. I think my pick would be Balor, though. Okay. Uh, just if I have to pick somebody. Um, I think Roman beats Jinder. Mm-hmm. Un- unless Sunil jumps on the apron and Roman is distracted and then gets hit with the Colossus, then it's, you know, it's anyone's ballgame then. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, don't know if you've ever seen that finish before. It's really fresh. Yes. Uh, I believe I've seen it a couple times. I think it had to do with Shinsuke, Randy Orton. Um, Maybe every single gender match that's ever taken place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's ringing a bell. Nakamura has to finally win, right? Uh, no, I don't think so. Really? I think that, I think they might just be done with him. Um, which is a bummer. Because, like, He's you, you booked this thing with AJ and Shinsuke, and now Shinsuke gets to pick the stipulation, which would obviously not favor AJ because he's a heel, so it's in Shinsuke's favor. Thus, the good guy has to overcome the odds, and he does. I mean, I like AJ, so it's fine, but at the same time, like... I think it's a bummer. Like, yeah. you're just not going to go all the way with Shinsuke when. Nakamura. Exactly. It's like, if not now, when? Because it's never going to be this interesting for him. I, I don't think there will be uh, a win if it's not now. Ugh. Brutal. Um, I, I just don't see it. But, I mean, they've packaged him well. Like, he's got that new theme song. Everything's, like, totally clicking. They should just go with it and see what happens there. Because a Brian Shinsuke feud would be fucking great. Yep. And I think there's money to in that. So I, I think you should do it, but the whole standard of good guy overcomes the odds, um, you know, it kind of fits right here. It would make sense that AJ just overcomes the odds. Do you think either of the Iconics get in the Money in the Bank match? Because if they do... I don't think Lana does. I don't think... I mean, Lana versus Billy Kay is announced. Yeah. Um, I don't think that Lana wins that match. Hmm. So I think Billy Kay gets in. 
I'd put both Billy and Peyton in if there's still two openings on SmackDown. Yeah. I don't know who else is on SmackDown that should go in there. Maybe Naomi, but... She has been on TV in weeks, and she's, like, weirdly involved with the Usos now. Yeah. Well, she was weirdly involved with the Usos before they all had their character changes. Yeah. Some great like, continuity there. Yeah, I mean, I like the fact that they're still... I don't. I hate when they do stuff with married couples on TV and split them up in any form. Like, don't tease that these this couple might break up. Like, no, they're they're married. Don't tease dissension between Lana and Rusev. Um, I, I think that if you're married in real life, you should probably. Th- th- everyone knows that. Everyone's on the internet. We all get it. So you're not going to convince me that these two don't like each other. Um, That's fair. And I, and I don't think, forgot, I forgot where we were, um, with, you know, like Lana and Rusev and potentially Aiden English being in some sort of like why can't love they just triangle. All be, I was going to say with that, like, why can't they all just be on the same team? Why do you have to like, I, I think, I think they are. And I think they should be, um, cause Aiden's they tease really the, good. Yeah. And I think they should just do that. Cause I think splitting them, nothing happens with Aiden. He probably gets released at that point. Right. Uh, no, I think he just ends up on like, well, then again, nobody really gets released catering. anymore. So, yeah. They don't get rid of anybody and I think they should. So we just won't see him. Maybe he goes to two at five live. How big is he? He's not, he can go team with Jack Gallagher. You can't just throw your trash onto two at five live when you're done with it. He is six, three, two fifteen. He is the same weight as, um, buddy Murphy. Well, then Buddy Murphy should not be on 205 <laughs> Live because he is 215. Yeah. Um, this right here has him at 207 now, but I think he's probably closer to 215. He doesn't look 207 to me. But Remember when he weighed in at like 190? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? I know what 190 looks like. And even Jack, that's not 190. The last thing I'll say about the money in the bank for the women's side is I think you should use it as a jumpstart to either the Becky and Charlotte thing like you talked about or Sasha Bailey like those are my four picks it, that's how you should do it is one of them screws the other one to win the money in the bank that's how it should I, be. I, I don't give a shit about Sasha and Bailey at this point they have Very exhausted fair. any sort of interest in that and then they had their match like on Bailey Raw like that, a, Bailey would be weird to me like her walk around she, well, she's not, get, she's not getting in the match she already lost her qualifier oh, that's right she's not in the match that's right um Never so, mind, scratch that. And I don't I don't think Sasha gets in either. Did she lose her qualifier? Was she even in a qualifier? I don't even remember now. There's been too many qualifiers. I don't remember. There, it was what was the match? It was Ember. I was gonna say Ember. The one that in, Ember won was Bailey was in that, I think. No, Bailey was in this week against uh oh. Alexa and This is all blending together. And Mickey. Oh my god. Uh but who was it was Ember and Ruby and Sasha, wasn't it? Okay. It was a triple threat, and I thought maybe it was okay. I think it was Ember, Ruby, and Sasha. I and, believe you. Uh, I don't... Unless they do some redemption things where some people get in that already lost their chance. Um, I don't know. I don't. I just don't care. Like, I've seen Sasha and Bailey screw each other out of matches over and over again. And then tease, they have to get back together to fight the Riot Squad as if that matters. And I just don't care to see it anymore. I saw Sasha beat the hell out of Bailey backstage. I don't... And, and then pretend like nothing happened the next three weeks. Yeah, like, and then they had that lackluster match on Raw together that uh, Ruby and her friends interrupted, which I can understand, like maybe not going all out because the match is going to end that way. But I just don't have the interest in that storyline right now, and I don't think I don't think the fans do either. I would agree. Um, last thing: Should WWE resign Hulk Hogan? No. Right? Why is this a thing? What, what benefit does he bring? He didn't bring any benefit before he was uh, publicly racist. He's a bad like, person. Remember when they brought him out to just promote the network on a weekly basis? Oh my god! I cannot believe this is picking up traction. Well, I mean, I can, but it's just—it's so bad. He just doesn't—he doesn't fit in this current. He doesn't fit in the current climate of society, and he doesn't fit in wrestling right now. Like, there's I just no spot for him. It. I really don't think he understands. I mean, he's of that age where he doesn't understand, but that's fine. He doesn't have to understand. Then just don't put him on TV. Like, bringing him back is just, it sets all the wrong precedents, and it's just the wrong message. It's just, like, Mark Henry was, like, clearly 
like, nah, dude, nope. And I'm curious what the level of bringing him back would be. Does bringing him back mean putting him on screen on TV? Yes. Okay, because like I could see them bringing him back in the sense of like, hey, we really need you in a talking headpiece for this network documentary. Mm. I think that might be okay. No, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, because I mean, if you're doing a historical piece and just pretending that Hulk Hogan didn't exist, I mean, he didn't murder his wife and son and skirt all responsibility. You can you can bring Hulk Hogan in for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think to bring him back on Raw and get the pop in, in whatever set town you're in, because Real American played and he came out and he had his feather boas on and everyone's like, well, there's Hulk Hogan. I don't even think that audience exists anymore. Or if they do, they're over it. They've seen it. Uh, I... Like there's there's fans of WWE right now who were born after John Cena debuted. They mm-hmm. don't even know who Hulk Hogan is. Yeah, he was that guy from Impact Wrestling, an immortal. They don't okay. They don't know who Impact Re- or what Impact Wrestling is. I mean, I will say I saw more like immortal and like TNA shirts at wrestling shows during that time period than I would have ever expected. Yeah, all those affliction knockoffs. Yes, people wore them. You know, he's got a mortal tattooed on his back. Uh, it sounds exactly like Hulk Hogan. I mean, he did when he was in TNA, and I think people forgot about that. But like, that's gonna look really dumb when he's dead. I was gonna. <laughs> like just in this box like what happened I guess you could laser off the first eye in the M (laughs) this got a much better reaction on your show than it did when I texted to Maxwell who just didn't respond because that was my first thought too I'm like wait a second immortal you're not immortal man i got some really bad news for you hulk hogan um oh my god um it's a good way of ending this yeah i don't think they should bring him back no to, I, I i think only in the case of like network documentaries and even then like i wouldn't put him on table for three i wouldn't let him do voiceovers on camp wwe um which is it's fascinating that vince mcmahon is doing voiceovers for that Hulk Hogan is actually bad, and they should not bring him back. Those are my final thoughts on Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I mean, I really don't think he has a place in today's culture. But Paul Griffin, always a pleasure. We can find you on Twitter at Unprofessional. We can listen to you on the RBR Wrestling Podcast. We can uh, support RBR on the Patreon by going to patreon.com slash Wrestling. And uh, you have the 24 Podcast. You have um, – what are the other, like, Patreon-exclusive shows that are going on right okay. now? Um, well, 24 is not Patreon exclusive. That's something me and my friend do where mm. we just, we're rewatching 24, uh, and doing a podcast about it. And we're trying to do it every week, but sometimes it's every two weeks. Um, and we're almost done with season one. And someone asked me like, why don't you just do two episodes per podcast? But another 24 podcast does that. And they're almost done. And the fact that there's another 24 podcast blows my mind. But before I started this, I realized that I wanted to do it the right way. And that's one episode per episode. Um, so we're doing that. We're going through the 24 TV series episode by episode and talking about it. Um, that one's not Patreon. Uh, Patreon, we have a round table thing where we take one topic and really just talk about that. Um, we have uh, There Goes the Neighborhood, which is like completely off topic, which is generally the first like 15 to 20 minutes of RBR. Uh, we just broaden that out to about an hour and a half mm-hmm. um and then uh and there's this is your wife which is maxwell and his wife show where they watch the attitude era and that one's great that's my favorite show um is she just especially like because for like a full hour no um okay i i was surprised uh, i not that i expected her to be bad but like she's never been on the podcast before mm-hmm. uh she's really good on it like she's a natural for hosting a podcast so uh they have a really fun dynamic which makes sense because they're married and uh, it works out really well. That's a that's a good show. Um, and then we're just I, I think we're just open to if we have an idea, we'll just do a show. Would you rather so, listen to a, an hour long podcast between Nikki Bella and John Cena or Maxwell and his wife? Shit, I kind of want to hear Nikki and Cena just to see how weird it is. They need to be on Marin together. That's what I want. I'd, That'd be something. Right. I want No, I want them on Joe Rogan. 
Marin would be too diplomatic. I want them to get like really weird, and Joe Rogan would be like the weird one. Mm. Okay. I'm trying to think like the weirdest. That might be the best option. Like just where you know it's going to get genuine. They're going to have to like give weird answers and reveal stuff they had no intentions of doing. And if they are on like a three-hour podcast with Joe Rogan, yeah. Some well, he'll he'll give them some weed in the first thirty minutes, and you know then they'll have their uh, what's that caveman brew coffee that he gives out. Mm-hmm. I looked that stuff up. It's like thirty dollars a case. Wait, do you think John Cena has smoked weed? Uh, I don't think he has. I don't think he has either. I've never smoked weed, mm. but I don't have the traits of John Cena. So yeah, I don't think that I don't think that's why he's weird. Yeah, he doesn't seem like a smoker to me. Like someone who's he ever d- even been. He offered. does drink. Yeah, I don't know if he smokes. I don't know. We can find out if they ever get on the Joe Rogan podcast together. There you but go. Joe Rogan doesn't even like wrestling, so there you go. Paul Griffin, I appreciate it. So go do all those things we just talked about. Listen to RBR, and uh, let's talk again soon, man. Yeah, hopefully. I got time. <laughs>